Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 16th of October and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right well it's just after 11.10 this morning, Monday morning and there is plenty going on in the market to be sure. Currently the ASX 200 is down 16.8 points or 0.24%, 7,034.9. We did have a high earlier this morning, 7,050.2, but uh, trading towards the bottom end of our range at the moment. Banks are the biggest losers at the moment, together with CSL, which is holding uh, yet another uh, investor day or capital markets day. It has attempted this morning to quell some of the concerns over its kidney treatment business, which is part of that VIFOR takeover that it did last year. This is on the back of the GLP-1 drugs like a Zempec, uh, which has had some very, very promising trials in terms of uh, kidney disease treatment. Uh, the new CSL CEO, Paul McKenzie, new uh, CSL McKenzie. So the company's inaugural Capital Markets Day in Sydney. There's been a lot of talk about GLP-1s. To give you the punchline based on the high-level results, we do not see it as having a material impact on our business. So that is interesting. Unfortunately, it hasn't done much for the CSL share price, uh, which is still down in the dumps. It did have a little bit of a rally on Friday, but back down 1.2%. Today, that's ugly sister or ugly twin, I guess, ResMed, up 2.7% uh, this morning. So that doing a little better, but CSL failing to stem the losses in terms of that uh, impact from Azempic and its other sectors, drugs. Looking at the market, though, it is banks that are leading us down at the moment. We've got uh, the banking sector pretty much across the board down around half to 1%. Westpac, the worst of the bunch, down 1%. Macquarie down 1.1%. And industrials generally a little bit weaker. Uh, the tech space down as well. WiseTech down 2.1% and Zero down 2.2%. As you would imagine, given what happened over the weekend with oil and gas prices and the gold price, they are the superstar stocks of the day at the moment. And we are seeing some big rises in some of the gold stocks. Uh, for instance, West Gold up 6.1%, Red 5 up 5.8%, Northern Star up nearly 5% as well. Newcrest doing well ahead of that uh, merger with Newpont up nearly 5% as well. Big is beautiful it seems, for that one. Uh, in other gold news today, we have seen Genesis Minerals come out and uh, is mopping up the balance of Dacian Gold. Uh, Genesis pretty much unchanged on the news, $1.40.5, up a measly 0.7%. Have added a bit more of that gold exposure to the small cap portfolio with a 3% weighting added in Genesis Minerals this morning. Uh, hoping for a bit more of a bounce there. Dacian is the big winner, of course, as they have moved to mop up that uh, balance that they don't already own. They're up 84% at 23 cents. So that is uh, good for Dacian shareholders, but not much happening in Genesis at the moment. The big news of the day, I guess, is the Liontown news. We have seen Arbomile walk away. They have pulled their indicative offer. 
It was only last week that I asked for a four-week extension to exclusivity on due diligence. Liontown only gave them seven days. They have now taken their bat and ball and they have walked off into the sunset. They are no longer bidding for Liontown, which does make things interesting. In a separate announcement, Liontown also looks to be tapping the equity market and the debt markets as it finalises its finance package for Kathleen Valley. So the stock in a trading halt at the moment. Combining that as well with a bit of a downgrade there as well from uh, Goldman Sachs. Uh, Of course, the stock is not trading, so it's hard to action the downgrade from Goldman Sachs. But they have now downgraded it to a sell from a neutral. Uh, The target has been increased to $1.85 from $1.35. But it's going to be interesting, of course, to see, one, how much money they raise, what price they raise it at, and what the market reaction is to it. Bear in mind, of course, that Gina Reinhardt has 19.9%. If she goes above that, she has to make a takeover bid for the company which uh, may or may not happen, of course, but uh, she will be able to participate in any equity raise. But if the equity raise takes her over 19.9%, she won't be able to do that without that bid for the company. So very interesting for Liontown. Has sent a little bit of a shiver, I guess, through the lithium market to some extent. Uh, We did see Pilbara Minerals uh, down 1.2% this morning. Nothing huge, but certainly uh, the uh, the lack of uh, follow-through from Arbomile on that bid uh, is causing a little bit of weakness. Alchem is down 2.1%. IGO down 0.9%. But as I say, the action really is in the gold stocks as well today. In terms of other news that is around this morning, uh, some time ago in June, we wrote up what I called the Magellan punt. Uh, this was in MGFO. And this was based on the hope that uh, MGF, which is Magellan Global, which was trading at a big discount, would close up that discount. And as a result, the options, which were trading below a cent, which gave you the right to buy MGF at a 7.5% discount discount to the NTA, would be worth something come March 2024. Now, this morning, we have seen... The, uh, the company Magellan Global, the fund managers behind it, have now said that they will take this from a closed-end fund to an open-end fund. And as a result, we have seen MGF, which is Magellan Global, rise 4.76%, now only a 9 or 8.5% discount to its NTA. Don't forget, 7.5% is the key there for MGFO. Uh, The MGFOs, the options, have uh, hit as high as 2.8 cents this morning. Remember, we were recommending them back in June at under 1 cent. So a pretty good result. The only fly in the ointment, if it is a fly in the ointment, is that uh, Magellan have said they will be looking at their options in the first half of 2024. Now, the Magellan options do lapse at the end of March. So it's still quite possible that Magellan will string things out after these options do expire. So I have recommended in the newsletter this morning in Henry's take that people take some money off the table around 2.5, 2.6 cents. You've had a pretty good run in these. And as a result, it may be certainly worthwhile taking money off the table, at least your initial investment, to see how things go. It is going to be very costly for Magellan to uh, convert these options or have these options converted. Uh, but it also will obviously 
increase the size of the funds under management, which is something that Magellan could well do with at the moment. So uh, if you bought them under a cent, they're now trading at 2.3, 2.4 cents. They did hit 2.8. Probably not a bad idea to take at least some of the money off the table there, but a pretty good result all round for those people that played that game at home. Of course, it is a big week this week with uh, RBA minutes, all sorts of US results as well. So a lot going on this week to be sure. And uh, we do get uh, some big tech stocks reporting and some big US banks. So plenty to focus on at the moment, but uh, not a bad performance from our market. All things considered, we were down 30 points on the SPY over on Saturday morning. We do also have U.S. futures slightly positive, but it is Sunday night U.S. time, so no one takes them too seriously, but they are slightly positive in our time zone. Looking at uh, the ideas portfolio, we have got um, Telstra, Elkem, Mineral Resources and Northern Star, out of which Northern Star is doing pretty well today, as you would imagine, being a gold stock. Uh, That's up 4.7%. But mineral resources not doing quite so well, down 0.35. Iron ore stocks generally slightly better today. But mineral resources, of course, is not only iron ore, it is lithium. Uh, Arbemile walking away from Liontown is clearly a negative, I guess, for the sector. Although it is kind of stock specific, given the complications with the Gina Reinhardt 19.9%. Also, I guess there is some uh, propensity for uh, some players in the lithium sector if they are faced with a cash call from Liontown at uh, whatever price that transpires, they may be selling just a few of the other lithium stocks to pay for that so they don't increase their exposure there. Alchem uh, down around 2.4% on the back of that. And uh, we have got Telstra not doing much at all, down 0.3 of a percent, pretty flat in the industrial space. So with the exception of Northern Star, just a little bit of easing in those lithium stocks today and Telstra as well. And a bit of other news in the market. Fletcher Building has come back from its trading halt from those uh, Western Australian issues they've had. Uh, That one not doing so well today. Uh, Fletcher Building FBU currently down at 9.2% and one of the biggest losers today, along with Calix, which is down 9.4%, but only 180,000 shares traded today. Paladin also very much on the nose today, down 4.8%. There is some Citigroup research out at the moment, uh, but uranium stocks generally under a bit of pressure today. Deep yellow uh, is uh, deep, deep red at the moment, down 4.6% there as well. In other news today, Westpac has uh, fallen slightly. The Ampol chairman, Stephen Gregg, has been appointed chairman-elect. He's succeeding John McFarlane. And in Qantas news as well, loyalty chief exec Olivia Worth has also resigned from her position. She is heading on to the board of Maya. Stockland has reaffirmed its guidance amid uncertain market conditions. Uh, funds from operation guidance of 34.5 cents to 35.5 and highlighted uncertain market conditions in the first quarter. It expects distribution per security within the target payout ratio of 75 to 85% of post-tax FFO, funds from operations. Of course, we are on edge given the events happening in the Middle East, but it looks like the oil price has come off just a smidge in Asian trades, down around 0.4 of a percent. And it has to be said that the oil stocks generally haven't really kicked on that much. 
We have seen a little bit of buying in the likes of Woodside up only 0.6 of a percent, Santos up 0.9 of a percent, but no real um, massive follow through in those oil and gas stocks on the back of the uh, the big rise over the weekend of the oil price. So it is around half a percent down in Asian trade at the moment. So that is uh, certainly affecting things. We do have uh, Woodside, of course, this week with its Q3 production number on the 18th of October. That comes out before the market opens. So FY23 guidance, uh, we're looking for 180 to 190 million barrels of oil equivalent. CapEx around 6 to 6.5 billion uh, the market going for around 6.3 is the average there. So uh, news to come in the next couple of days from Woodside on their production. And finally, just in the newsletter today, in my article, Henry's Take, just talking about some of the golds and uh, my uh, liking for Genesis. Also talking about Origin, which we do get. Uh, that bid is starting to get towards the pointy end. Uh, there is a court session, the first court for approval on Wednesday, and we are due to get the independent experts report on Origin. But uh, the market still believes that they will have to raise the price to get their bid, the consortium bid from Brookfield to be successful, given the opposition from Australian Super, which has nearly 14% of the uh, shares in origin. So the price at the moment equates to around $8.84, currently trading at $9.29. So clearly the market is looking for a higher bid to come from Brookfield to seal the deal and to get it over the line. Remember, this deal was announced nearly a year ago, back in November 2022. So it's been a long time coming. And after working on it for a year, it's hard to fathom, well, it's hard to see that uh, Brookfield and its consortium partners would walk away, especially having got most of the approvals that they need. So uh, it is really now a question of price, as Mr. Churchill once said to Lady Astor. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great rest of the day. Marcus, of course, will be back again tomorrow to do the members' exclusive podcast and uh, enjoy the rest of your trading day.